You're listening to Elk Point Baptist Church. Subscribe to our podcast to hear every sermon and like us on Facebook by searching Elk Point Baptist Church, located in Elk Point, South Dakota. All right, let's turn to Psalm chapter 1, please. Let's go to Psalm 1, one of my favorite um, one of my favorite passages, very with deep, with a lot of meaning and, and purpose. Nathan, I have a lot of echo up here. Maybe, maybe the, it was set for the choir, but I can hear a lot. I'm pretty hot up here. Uh, so, Psalm 1. If you open your Bible right in the middle, open it up. That might be the, the psalm. So, Psalm chapter 1. I want to start with a short uh, disclaimer that um, Psalm 1, if you're preaching Psalm 1, it, it is one whole chapter. And what I mean by that is that you can't take uh, one verse and then preach on one verse. Um, because Psalm 1 is one whole, one whole chapter. Uh, maybe I'm doing poorly by explaining that. Um, but it, it all fits together. All of... Uh, all six verses fit together into one thought, and you can't pick out um, just you know just this ver- just this or whatever. But my problem is is that uh, I don't have the time to do the whole chapter and fully explain and fully. So I want you to uh, give me some grace this morning and some mercy and those uh, watching online. I can't. I can't preach every single verse, I, all six verses, or, or the chapter really as a whole. Um, but So the, the crux of uh, Sunday School will be in Psalm 1-1, uh, will be really the, the meat of, of Sunday School today. Uh, but again, um, we look at Psalm 1 as one whole chapter, and one whole thought, and, and uh, principles inside this psalm uh, that make sense. So... Let's read Psalm 1 uh, together. Let's read Psalm 1 this morning. um, Excuse me. Uh, It begins like this. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he doth meditate day and night. He, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so. They are not like the previous verse, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly uh, will perish. By way of introduction, people will do anything to, to make their lives simpler. And it, it's step-by-step uh, step plans, instructions, step-by-step step plans. And, uh, uh, you know, when you think of step-by-step step plans, you can have a lot of ideas. Uh, YouTube is wonderful. Google is wonderful. I was able to uh, do uh, a little bit of mechanic work on the side, uh, thanks to the farm that has every tool. But I was able to do a little bit of mechanic work and save myself some money, all thanks to YouTube. 
And, <laughs> but <clears throat> and then instruction booklets, sometimes they're, all that they're good for is being thrown in the trash. But instruction booklets help us, plans help us. Uh, and so this morning, uh, I've, got a, I've, got a, I've got a plan for you. You, say, you could say, uh, God wants to bless us this morning. And if you want to be blessed, here's your plan. Psalm 1-1, blessed is the man. And, and then you go into Psalm 1. Uh, and now I, I want to be, be careful with this. It's not, we, we call this a principle. Uh, this Psalm, Psalm 1, this is, a, this is a principle. I'm not going to say, um, uh, this is, um, I need to be careful with what I say. I, I just want to say that, that uh, if, you know, the whole, um, uh, if you follow God, you will have no problems and, and your life will, will prosper no matter what. Uh, I'm not saying that that's the case. What I'm saying is this is a principle that God says if you live like this, uh, if you follow these instructions or these principles, uh, your life will be blessed. But then, so what I, what I call this, I kind of gave this its own name. There's a, a positive and negative principle, a positive and negative principle. What I mean by that is positive is good. Uh, there's a blessed is the man that you are blessed if uh, good. Uh, there's also the negative, uh, verse 4, the ungodly are not so, but they are like this. The ungodly are not like, blessed is the man that, they are not like a tree planted by water, they are not, uh, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper, that's not the ungodly, um, but they are like this. So um, so this, this week, the challenge is uh, really in, in Psalm 1-1. Uh, and, and again, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't really do the whole chapter. But in Psalm 1-1, uh, I just want to teach you this morning about uh, how, to be, how to be blessable. How to be blessable by God. How to be, how to be in, the, in the, the position in order to be blessed. Now, you might be able to, uh, uh, be able to, um, oh man, my mind is uh, kind of foggy this morning. Um, so would you, uh, you know, I want to stop for a moment and pray. Would you pray with me? Um, I, I'm, my mind is kind of on, on some other different things. So, God, would you help me this morning? And, and God, uh, again, I, I want to be here in person, uh, but God, I, I need your help with, with my mind and, and being here uh, also uh, in spirit. And, and God, the things that are troubling me, uh, that uh, are between me and you, God, would you help them, and would you bless them? And God, uh, in, in this church, in this moment, I want to be here and worship you. I don't want to have my mind focused on uh, the things that are troubling me, focused on the other things going around uh, in my life. Uh, but God, uh, I am here, and man, I, I sang to you this morning. I'm here to worship you. And so God, would you help me to do that? Would you help my mind to focus and uh, teach your people a great word this morning. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. So, uh, God wants to bless us this morning. And as, uh, as you can relate to this, that's what I was trying to say, you can relate to this as parents. Uh, many, there are many parents in this room tonight. You can say, I want to bless my kids. Uh, I want to bless my kids. I love my kids. I want to bless them. Grandparents? Erelu, I want to bless that baby girl. I want to bless her. But not always are kids blessable. Uh, not always. 
sometimes you have to be a parent. Sometimes you have to say no. Uh, sometimes you can't put your hand on the hot stove. No, you can't do that. You have to be a parent, and, and I understand that. God wants to bless his children. God wants to bless his children. God wants to bless us this morning. And, but he gives us ways in order to be blessed. In order to be blessable, gives us ways. Now, I'll stop on my introduction because I feel like <clears throat> you've got it. <laughs> so let's begin. Verse, uh, Psalm 1.1, the Bible says, Blessed. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. First, I want to begin with blessed. Blessed, blessed, happy, or correct. Uh, God wants to bless us this morning. And God gives us three principles that I want you to take with you this week. God gives us three principles in order to be blessed. The first principle, blessed is the man, the person that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. I want to uh, speak about this word ungodly. Um, this word ungodly shows up four times in only these six verses. Psalm 1, uh, the word ungodly shows up four times. Uh, a pretty prominent word. And really, it, it can be defined simply, uh, it can be defined as something that's not God's way. I know, I know if, you, <clears throat> if you look at the dictionary, I'm sure it'll give you a, a more definitive uh, um, definition, or, or uh, that didn't make sense what I just said. It'll give you a better definition, uh, or, or with more fancy words. But uh, excuse me this morning for being simple-minded. Ungodly, not God. If I was going to live my life ungodly, I would say it's something that's not God's way. Something against God, against God's way. So, blessed is the person that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now, uh, quickly, I, I want to go to verse 4. Psalm 1, 4. The ungodly, there's the word again, something that's not God's way, are not so. They are not like the previous verses, but they're like the chaff that the wind drives away. So here's the negative, the negative principle. The blessed is the person that does these things, but if, if, if you do not live your life this way, here's what you'll be like. Now I have an illustration of this. If you want to go to the picture of the, the tractor, I know the boys will like this. Uh, this, is not, this is not a picture of us, but this is a picture of exactly what we were doing. Um, we were harvesting corn, and inside that large white bag is corn. Um, rather than having a silo, which is expensive, you could buy a bag, like that white thing, uh, and then that's, you know, the, uh, the guys are in the combine, so I think that was Nathan and his cousin Nick were in the two combines, and I was in the middle. Uh, that was me, uh, and what I had to do is a very simple job. I had to turn the RPM up, turn the PTO on, which, which spun an auger, and then that auger accepted the corn and pushed it into the bag. Very simple. So, uh, so again, I, I don't want to lose track. Why, why are we talking about this? The ungodly are like the chaff that the wind drives away. So when, when we were dumping corn into this bag, it created a lot of dust. And the chaff, uh, I, I googled this, the chaff is that red film. Uh, it protects the kernel of a corn. It's a red film. And uh, if you want to know, know, know more about this, why don't you talk to Danny or Nathan, Ronnie, uh, the farmers in the room, but that's not me. Uh, but that's the chaff. It, it's a dust. It's a film that covers the kernel in order for protection. 
When we were doing this job, oh, the chaff got everywhere. It got into the tractor. It got into my shirt. When I got home to take a shower, there was chaff on the ground. It gets everywhere. Uh, it, it is a, a light film that, that just blows everywhere. And God gives us a principle. He says, I, I want you to, to follow these three principles. And do you know anybody who's extremely unstable? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got one person. Do you know people that are un- unstable? Very un- they, live, they live an unstable life. Uh, the ungodly, the people that are not God's way, or the decisions that we make are not God's way, are not like the rest of these verses, but they're like the corn chaff that the wind pushes around and drives away. I want to thank God this morning for being a stable God, for being consistent. He is the same God that I worshipped when I was 16 years old. He's the same God that my parents worshipped. I want to praise the Lord that my, my Bible doesn't change. God doesn't change. But in following these principles, and I know some unstable people, and um, so like the chaff of the corn, look, do you want to be stable? Let, here's what you need to do. You know, you know? Now, again, I, I'm not trying to say, oh, no matter, you know, no matter what, God, uh, uh, God, will, uh, God will bless you. At all times, you'll be a millionaire. That's not what I'm saying. That's why it's a principle. It's a principle that God says, if you live your life like this, I will bless you like this. If you don't live your life like this, you will live an unstable life. Be able to be pushed around by the slightest wind, slightest wind of doctrine. Anything can push you around. So let's go back. Psalm 1.1. Blessed is the man. So now we know ungodly. We know what that means. Not Not like God. Against God. Blessed is the man, the person, that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now, you might know what counsel is. You could say advice. You could say, uh, uh, I guess, opinion. Here's a good question. We're in Sunday school, and we're allowed to think. We're allowed to take a moment. Let's think. When you need help with something, what's the first place you go to? first place you go to. If you need advice, if you need, uh, if you need help, you know, uh, need help with my, this problem, that problem, man, my, my family, man, my, uh, my, my, my marriage, man, my coworker is a jerk, and I need some help with, where, where's the first place you go? I know there's no young people here, but is it the TikTok? Is it, is it? Is it the Twitter, the Twitter tweets, the Facebookers? You know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you're allowed to speak, and you're allowed to speak in Sunday school. I, I, I encourage it. You know, let, we can think for a moment. What's the first place I go to when I need some help when I need some advice? You will be blessed if you do not follow the counsel, the advice of people who are not godly. Okay. Principle number one. You'll live a blessed life. You'll have a blessed life if you do not follow the counsel of people that are not like God, not God's way, not God's type of counsel. You know, we live in the information age, and I know that. There's never been a, 
a shortage of information in the place in the times that we live. And what goes along with the information age is there's no shortage of opinions. There's no shortage of advice. We can get it phone, uh, phone, radio, advertisements, TV, billboards. You know, you'll, you'll lose weight if you do this. And, and the un, unsolicited opinions and unsolicited advice. You know, that's, as the older I get, the more it bothers me. I never, I never ask for your help, but yet here you are. You know? And the, the unsolicited advice, the unsolicited opinions. Look, God gave us two ways in order to take information in. Two ways. Uh, very simple. Those are our eyes and our ears. Two, God gave us two ways to take in or receive information, receive your counsel. So you could say this, where do I put my eyes and where do I put my ears? And when it comes to, well, I got this going on, I got that going on, and, and where do I put my eyes and where do I put my ears? We receive counsel that way. So God tells us, here's the principle, if you want to be blessed in your life, You'll be stable like a tree. Everything you do and whatsoever he doeth, you'll prosper. Here's, here's what I need you to do. Let's not take counsel from ungodly, the people that are ungodly or the ungodly sources. Very, very simple like that. So now I can move on to the second, the second principle. Nor standeth blessed is a man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. We know what ungodly means. We know counsel nor standeth in the way of sinners. This one doesn't take a lot of explanation to me. Look, our world is full of people who sin. Do not be like them. (laughs) Okay? Simple thought. Our world is full of people who sin. Do not be like them. I have a few few verses. 1 John 2.15. 1 John 2.15. Love not the world... Neither the things that are in the world. And if any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 2 Corinthians 6.17 says, Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Look, this is a, this is a, simple, this is a simple thing to me. We ought to be different in the places that we go and, and, and the things that we do. And I, I know a lot of us, um, oh, it's so comfortable not to stick out. Very comfortable. I just don't want to stick out. just want to blend in, you know. But if we are being like Christ, oh, I promise you, you're going to stick out. You're going to stick out a, a, a long way. You know, yet, just yesterday, um, I bought, <laughs> I was buying treats and things uh, for today. We're going to have a, a Mario Kart tournament for Epic and Blast. And I thought that that was a good idea in order to get some kids to come. And Brother Danny's going to give a devotion. Really excited for that. And, uh, I, and, and then also next week is the Super Bowl, and we're not having Epic or Blast next week, so I needed to combine them. Anyway, I was in Menards, and I bought five, I bought five of these. And uh, someone said, Ryan, do you need to go to counseling? You know, you have an addiction. Why don't, you, why don't you slow down, you know, buddy? What's going on? And I was like, oh, it was, uh, it was one of the cashiers. And I told her, I said, oh, well, here's what we're doing. 
I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the youth pastor at Elk Point Baptist Church in Elk Point, South Dakota. And, and we're, tomorrow, I'm really excited. We're going to have a Mario Kart tournament. And she interrupted me and said, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. And I was like, yeah, buy, like buying the cheese balls? And she said, no, no, who you are. Who, I mean, who you are. And I, I'm like, what, what are you talking about? She was like, it just makes sense. It, it doesn't surprise me. I'm not trying to be prideful this morning. Please hear me the right way. She said, it just makes sense. She said, in the, in the way you conduct yourself, you're kind to everyone, you know, and, and I'm, I'm just going to stop there. I, I don't want to sound prideful. But she just told me, oh, oh, you're a pastor, you're the youth pastor of a church? Oh, yeah. All right, that, that's all coming together, you know. Makes sense. Look, need I remind you this morning, here, here's one of your titles. You are an ambassador of Jesus, Jesus Christ. Excuse me, had to swallow. You are an ambassador of Jesus Christ. Ephesians 6, 19. Ephesians 6, 19. And for me, that utterance may be given to, unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly. Why? To make known the mystery of the gospel. To tell the gospel. Next verse. For which of this gospel I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Can I remind you this morning that you are a billboard of Jesus Christ. You are an ambassador. You are somebody, you are a representative of Jesus. That's who you are. I cannot go all the places that you go. I, I work at Menards. I am a Jesus ambassador at the Menards in Sioux City. You are a Jesus ambassador at, at the hospital, at the, the school, trying to remember where everybody works, at the farm at the uh, copy company, the place, at Hy-Vee, you're an ambassador. You're an ambassador of Jesus Christ, a represent, representative of Jesus. Everywhere we go, look, our face speaks volume. The billboard is your face, really. And our, our, we, ought to, <laughs> we ought to check our face a little bit more. <laughs> I guess I, I don't know how to say it better than that. You know, uh, this week, this week, I'm an ambassador of Jesus Christ. God gave me a couple principles this week. God gave me a couple principles this week. And, you know, God, will, God blesses people who don't walk in the counsel of people who are ungodly. Nor does he bless people that act like or take the counsel of sinners. But you know what? I'm an ambassador of Jesus Christ. You know, that word ambassador, I always think of the United States ambassadors. I can think of, oh, how I want them to represent us. And I can give them some pretty good instruction. If there was United States ambassadors in the church this morning, they could say, oh, I hope you're a servant. I, I, hope, you love, I hope you love other people. I hope you don't act prideful. I feel like uh, the, the world outside of America, pe people think that, America's better than everyone else. Uh, I, hope, I hope you love people where they are. That's one of our principles. I hope you love people where they are. A lot of, I have a lot of pointers to somebody who's going to represent America. But my friend this morning, we represent God everywhere. Represent Christ everywhere we go. And may people, the people around us say, 
Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't come to the party on Saturday. I got, I got to go to church on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, you would go to church on Sunday. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense. Just the way, the, who you are, how you conduct yourself, and your kindness and your love for people in your fruit of the Spirit. I've been very hung up on the fruit of the Spirit because I'm writing my thesis on that. And how you conduct yourself and who you are, oh, that makes sense. Now, uh, if we want to have a little bit of discussion, uh, I like having discussion in, in Sunday school. I think it's very profitable to have discussion. Because there is a balance between, now I, I need, if you want to discuss this or if we want to move on, there is a balance between reaching the lost but also being like them. You know, I'm called to reach the lost. I'm called to, to spread the gospel. I'm called to be a witness. Uh, but that does require me to be around them. That does, you know, uh, that does require me to rub shoulders with them. And that does require me. I, I can't be the swear word police in Menards. It's like every 10 seconds. I, I, can't, I can't do that. So where, where do we find, open-ended question, where do we find that balance between, well, I, I want to be in the world but not of the world. You know, I want, I want to spread the gospel and teach somebody about Christ today, uh, live a life of, of an ambassador of Christ, but also uh, I am not one of them. Anybody have any comments about that or, or just want to stir up some thought or discussion about that? Ron? I completely agree. Yep. Uh, I mean, like I said, you will stick out as a Christian. Uh, And it's getting easier and easier in order to stick out uh, because the world is getting worse and worse. Danny? You know, that kind of reminded me of Psalm 1. It's like you have the peace that passes understanding. You have, you have stability. You'll be like a tree planted by rivers of water. And, and whatsoever you doeth will prosper. You know, uh, that's, there's a huge difference in that way. Yes.
Amen. Yeah. Uh, I, I like what you said about that, about being, uh, I need to fill myself first, fill myself with the word of God, fill myself with prayer, and then I can give to others, and then I can reach out to others. Miss Nellie? Yeah, right. I had a I had an, an epiphany, I guess, uh, as I became an adult, and it's it's not a I don't know, it's not like a I, I, excuse me, it, it, it's not like a huge. I, I don't think that you'll think it's really crazy, but he, here's what it is: don't expect unsaved people to act like saved people. You know, like don't ask not Christians to act like Christians. And, and again, that kind of goes into, I'm supposed to reach them. Oh, but, but they do this. They say this. They drink alcohol until they're drunk. And they do. don't expect unsaved people to act like saved people. I'm supposed to reach them. Now, now again, I'm not going to go to the bar with them. You know, there's the ba- there is a balance and there's wisdom. I know that. I'm not going to join them in their sin. I'm not going to say, oh, that's cool, man. And that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if we're going to reach people, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be ugly. Some, some things that you're going to see here, they're going to be ugly. If we're going to reach people. Uh, but also, I, I've learned, too, um, people want, want to be heard. Uh, it, I've, I've learned another thing as I've gotten older uh, Sometimes it doesn't take much for someone to open up to me. And some people who are, are brokenhearted, they want to be heard. And, uh, man, they don't. And then I can insert my, you know, you know, the, the Word of God says this. And, and the Word of God says this. And and just want to comfort you this morning. Uh, just want to comfort you today. Uh, I couldn't do that. If I was like, oh, you know, they said a curse word, I, I need to stay away from them. I can never talk to them. I, I wouldn't be available to them if uh, whenever they brought up, uh, I don't know, if I, if I had a condemning attitude out of the gate, uh, they would never open up to me about the things that are going on in their life. Okay? All right. Uh, we'll move on to the third principle. So principle one, 
Uh, you want to live a blessed life, don't walk in the counsel of, of people that are ungodly. Don't walk in the counsel of the people that are ungodly. There's a lot of counsel today, and we receive our counsel from the Lord. Pastor? Tell the truth. Again, you're proving, you're proving that Psalm 1 is a deep, deep song. And again, I, I can't speak on, in one Sunday school, on the, the, you know, it is one whole psalm, one whole chapter, one whole uh, thought, and, and it is a progression. Uh, it's a beautiful psalm, and, and you can dwell on it this week. Uh, verse 1, Monday. Verse 2, Tuesday. Verse 3, Wednesday, and if you'd want, uh, it's a wonderful psalm with, with deep meaning, and I'm not going to hit every point or every meaning. Uh, I'm not going to hit it all, but yes, Psalm 1 is a progression. Uh, it's a walk, and, and I, I would say this, Pastor, to, to what you said. Could you say this, that counsel isn't just, um, you know, hey, I'm going to look up on YouTube how to fix my, how to do the brakes in my vehicle. Okay, walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. Well, is that person on YouTube saved? Okay, but could it be, like, if the Bible says something about this, morals, character, don't walk in the advice of, now, you know, like, yeah, we can get good advice on how to be better business people, good advice how to be, well, whatever, but I'm sure I could get good advice how to be a great business person in the Bible, too. Leadership, servant leadership. Look, we can get advice from, I'm not saying don't get advice from other people, but I think it goes back to, like, what's my first thought? Oh, this, this happened in my life. Oh, what am I, first, first place, where am I going to go? Come to the Word of God. Or if you're like, you know, I don't know what the Bible says about this subject. I don't have the time to study it. Would you text your pastor? Would you call your pastor? Would you call uh, his wife and and? Some a church leader, you say, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of struggling with this, and, uh, you know, I, I'm working a lot of hours. You just tell me, give me some advice from the Bible. 
what does this say? Look, God will bless that counsel. Okay? Uh, just to be very clear on that. So, uh, lastly, nor sitteth, now we're sitting, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Uh, can somebody give me some uh, meanings of scornful? Scornful? Mocking? Scornful? Angry. Mocking? Angry? Judging? Judgy? Ridicule? Yeah. Very good. Any others? We can move on. Uh, I, I have uh, to gripe, to complain, to criticize. And it goes along with what every, everything, that, everything that was said. Man, uh, what, when this principle is lived in the Old Testament, just this one principle is lived in the Old Testament, how does God treat his people when God's people criticize and complain and mock? How did that go? <laughs> Let's reflect a little bit, you know, on the Old Testament. How, how was God and Israel's relationship when Israel began complaining criticizing. Man, God feeds us manna. It's manna again on the menu tonight. I'm sick and tired of this manna. Mm. How does God treat that? You know, here's, here's, you could say this for fact. You could say this for fact. Uh, if you read the Old Testament, God killed more Christians, more of his people, than griping and complaining more than anything else. He, he, he said, you're done. <laughs> you're done. More than, any, more than any other sin, I would say it was griping and complaining, being in the seat of the scornful. The devil rejoices exceedingly when God's children, when God's people gripe and complain. And the sin, and I hear this carefully, this is a good, good, good point. The sin is not griping too much, but it's complaining and griping at all. Remember that, can you take something this week? The sin isn't complaining too much. The sin is complaining in the first place. Sin is complaining at all. When have we went a day without complaining about something? We need to get out of the seat of the scornful. You want to live a blessed life? Stop complaining. I hope that doesn't sound harsh. I'm not trying to come across harsh. You want to live a blessed life? We need to stop complaining. You know, I have a, I have a good illustration that I, I'm not going to speak about. But I'm very good at not verbally complaining, but certainly mentally complaining. I'm very good at that. <laughs> I'm very good at uh, not always keeping my mouth shut. But, but again, I'm like, man, I could say some complaints in my mind. Like, this is dumb. This is stupid. I don't want to do this. Why was I asked to do this? Ask someone else. Oh, man, this is ridiculous. Do you know how long I've worked here? Do, 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 do. You know, how much homework that this teacher gives me? I didn't say a word. So God, I can say, God, God didn't, uh, didn't complain, didn't say a word. Oh, but my attitude is rotten. Absolutely murmuring, complaining, being in the seat of the scornful. Because sometimes I justify myself. My God, I never said anything. People don't know. I never said. You know, I think we can relate to that. 
But oh, my mind is, oh, my mind's going on a, on a trail. Uh, but God says, you want to you live a blessed life? Uh, let's, not, let's not go down that road. Let's not be seated in the seat of the scornful, speaking, uh, speaking like, like this. Does anybody, know, does anybody know people that have their attitudes on their face? I have many coworkers like that. I hope they're not listening today. Many coworkers like that. I could tell you if my coworker is in a good mood or not by, by not them speaking, by just their demeanor and their face. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I know. I know people like that. I, again, it, it reminds me of the ungodly are not like this. They're unstable. They are as unstable as corn chaffed up. You know what? They they can't help but not have the right temperance. They can't help but, but have um, their attitude on their face. Just waiting to, uh, to knock the chip off their shoulder so that they can start swinging. You know? Just waiting for that. If you want to be blessed, you want God to bless your life, uh, we need to watch our faces. We need to watch our attitudes. Watch our complaining. Watch... Uh, how it's scornful. Yes, ma'am. What? I, I think there's a difference between complaining and being in, in prayer, though. Say, God, would you would you help me with with this? Would uh, be, you know, the ad, I think the attitude might be the difference. I, I'm going to ask for your help on that question, so be prepared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I, like, what, what do we know? Well, that God doesn't say, unless you're sick, now you can complain. No, we know that. And I'm not saying that you were saying that. No, we know that. But... Um, Say God, this this has been hurting me. This has been this has been a problem. I need your help with this. That's not complaining. God, God, I know that you can take this away, but if you don't, would you give me mercy and would you give me grace? God, would you? Yeah, this is this stinks. God, now would you help me? That's not complaining. Uh, I have a lot of hands, Richard. No. Yeah. He, he did get called out pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know who I Yeah, yes, yes. Because God says, do you know who I am? Do you know who you're talking to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. 
I, I don't see I don't see questioning God as complaining. And I don't I, and I also I need to be careful with what I say. I, I know I'm on recording. I also don't see questioning God as sin. Think God, why are you doing this? What's going on? What I, I don't feel like boom, that's that's a sin. I just uh, but it goes back. There's there's an attitude difference, and then there is a difference between uh, between complaining. But then, God, I, I need your guidance with this, Miss Melanie. Yes, yes, preach. Mm-hmm. Now you're in the seat of the scornful. Now you're telling everyone else, I'm in so much pain. And then what you're saying, look how little my God is. Psalm Psalm 142, because I I was like, there is no 42 verses in Psalm 142. Absolutely, absolutely. We need to uh, we need to stop soon. So I'll let me read. I'll read my conclusion, and then you can uh, we can still we can still talk for 
no more than five minutes, but let me read my conclusion. So to sum up Psalm 1-1, you say, the challenge for the week, or what am I going to think on this week? You have to be careful where you put your eyes and your ears and walking in the counsel of people that are ungodly. Or where are we getting our advice? Or um, where are we getting our, our, um, the path in order for our morals or our character or the things that God already says? Uh, why would we get them from anywhere else? Okay, uh, That's the first thing. You have to remember that you have one job. You are an ambassador of Jesus Christ. Let's not be like sinners. Let's, let's, but we are, we are among them. Let, let us be that billboard, that ambassador of Christ in the people around us. And thirdly, uh, we ought to stop being in the seat of the scornful. Uh, let's not have an attitude uh, on our face or to other people of people that complain, people that murmur, criticize other people quickly. Uh, let's not have a character like that, uh, but instead, as Danny brought up and myself, let's turn toward the fruit of the Spirit and have that kind of a character, okay? Now, I want to say once again, I can't exhaust all of Psalm 1. I can't even exhaust all of Psalm 1-1 in one Sunday school, but these are just good principles. Let's live by these principles this week. Let's live, live by this uh, in what we do and where we are and, and who we speak to.